0: It's- hey, what's up everyone? Hey, what's
1: going on? This
0: is
1: yet another episode of your favorite podcast, underqualified.
0: And over-opinionated with Angela Marion or Man- Marion and Angela.
1: Mangela. Mangela. <laughs> we never yes, date. We're a
0: duet.
1: <laughs> we're a duet. We're a whole thing. A Mandela Orange. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is a
0: mandala orange? But anyway. Make that
1: shit. <clears throat> What's up, everybody? It's so cold. It is so cold. It is officially, like, actually winter in New York City. Yeah. I was out here trying to be cute with my little peacoat, but it's officially, like, if you're from Brooklyn, you know that it's North Face season. Like, North it's not Face. a game no more. North Face and Tim's, like, you're good. And a lot has transpired a in lot. the past week. Yes, it has. I yes, just want to get straight on into it. Who... This and some bullshit this week. <laughs> well,
0: first of all, we got to say that we have our first guest. I'm so excited. Oh my excited. God, I'm
1: so excited. Yes. I'm so excited. A little bit of I'm real, a
0: little bit of ratchet. Yes.
1: So we're going to keep it real. Right now, we're going to start with the ratchet, but we're going to get into the real with the our guest coming in later on. Um, her name is Jenna Torres. She is a personal friend of mine who actually also used to be a sex worker mm. and now works with an advocacy group nonprofit called the Red Umbrella Project and they help sex workers um through pretty much everything they need to do leaving well you know well we'll go ahead and introduce that later but right. please stay tuned because she is amazing she's and she's a super dope um spoken word artist she's just a super amazing woman so i'm really excited to have her on and to speak about that lifestyle yes that's going to be so interesting but let's get
0: into the shenanigans of black news
1: yes <laughs> Black news on Black Twitter. So,
0: first of all, <laughs> I don't I don't know if you heard about this, but there was a guy, his name was Emmett Walker. Mm. He is a Black executive and apparently he was going to, you know, get on a flight. <laughs> doing his thing, he paid his little coin to get oh on God. first class and apparently White people feel that we
1: (laughs) cannot (laughs) be in first class. I know. So
0: he got into a situation with a white woman who couldn't believe that he would be in front of her boarding. And she made the excuses of, well, maybe he's military, but mm-hmm. still, you know, he should he should come after us because we paid our money and blah, 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 blah.
1: Yes. And what did he say?
0: And he was like, ma'am.
1: <laughs> I'm sure that's his voice. I'm <coughs> sure that's exactly no, how it was he No, was more sounds.
0: like, ma'am. <laughs> <coughs> I ain't been in nobody's military. I'm yes. too big for that. And OPS, I'm a nigga with money. Boom. So I can be here. Thanks.
1: I feel like that's gonna end up on one of those shirts in like. I'm a nigga with money. Three, yes, in like three days, it's it gonna needs be, to be right next to. I'm rooting for everybody black. It's yes, like, I'm a nigga,
0: a with, nigga money. with money. I, I wear that
1: shirt. I wear Absolutely. that. I would wear it as a hat. I don't even wear hats like and that. And what's so
0: crazy about it is that I have been an advocate for. Please don't use the N-word. But I'm finding that Listen. sometimes.
1: <laughs> it just fits so <coughs> fucking it well. Fits
0: and I don't want it to Oh, my. Fit. It fits
1: so. It's like the fucking glass slipper for Cinderella. I don't want it to fit. In certain, in certain conversations, you pull that fit. bitch out. Like, bitch, you pull that damn word out, and you just drop it on the table like it's nothing. And people can't say. What is she going to say? What I would love to know what she said afterwards. I, I would I, love to stand, to be a fly and or a flight you attendant. You got to stand an for <laughs> yes. it.
0: I would have been there like,
1: yes. Yes. Say it one more time. For
0: the kids in the back popping gum.
1: Popping gum. Because you know what? This is the problem. People really still genuinely, in their minds and souls, mm-hmm. believe that black people cannot be successful. Like genuinely the believe. of
0: their souls. They're just
1: like, you know what? That's a brown person. I'm sure that they're out here cleaning my, you know, yeah. my bathroom. Or they couldn't have gone to
0: Harvard or Hello. Columbia.
1: Can't possibly. You had a whole fucking president, genius.
0: <laughs> but they don't really <laughs> He
1: was brown. They, I don't care what you think. His, his wife is brown. Know, his baby's brown. That's a brown ass You know ass how family. they do
0: if you're well spoken.
1: Hello. You're, you're not, not one that, of those blacks. Right. You, you're not one of those. Okay. I hate
0: blacks, but not you, because you're, you're not black. You're
1: cool. You're, yeah, you're not black. You're, just, you know. you're
0: blackish.
1: Blackish, Like the show. We love yes, that show. Yes, I love that show. It's a really good
0: show. But I'm shocked. And the funniest part is that he had took like a a picture he about it. He took a it. selfie. Yes, and he so did an arrow <laughs> saying this, her right here. This bitch. This she didn't bitch. even show her face. She was like looking down at her purple. Um, somebody phone. come
1: get Tammy because I'm sure Tammy That
0: was a Sharon. Sharon? Knows. That was Sharon.
1: I got Tammy vibes. I feel like she went and talked to the manager afterwards. She
0: probably did because like, they always go they to the manager. They always do. You
1: know what's fucked up? She probably still got some free tickets somewhere later. Yeah, because she was
0: just distraught that she saw a, a
1: drop. I cannot believe <laughs> you would let this... Negro board this plane. <laughs> but he paid for his money, us. though. He paid Did his money. Did he, but he mm. probably got it. You know, maybe he got a. Do, mm. do airports do affirmative action? <laughs> I wasn't aware that you could get on a flight. Is that possible for me to go on a flight with a sponsorship? With only Can I just. Where do those? What, oh, you know what? It's earlier in the day. I bet you, because the blacks don't get up until yeah. twelve. That makes sense. I'm gonna
0: do a four a.m. flight.
1: A four a.m. See now she would be on the all white flight. But all that, white. Flight. I can't even get.
0: <laughs> I cannot
1: even get my ass in the shower.
0: I'd be mad at in four a.m. and I gotta go to the bathroom, and I'd be thinking about it like
1: we ran into each other going to the bathroom. <laughs> it was like, wait a minute. It was like, show me up, hey girl, hey <laughs> girl. What you doing? Just ain't ain't shit, girl. I gotta pee. Me too, girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's some bullshit. I'm just mad. I I be mad. I messed up my oh, sleep sequence. Then I gotta get so back to REM. I just messed up the REM sleep. And this is, is why so I gotta funny. start drinking um water so late at night because I be hydrated. Is that yeah. your phone making no. noises? Is it mine? I think it was yours. What you
0: got the hotline?
1: What? Because you're single. <laughs> I am. Say it again. Hotline, hotline. Blink. <laughs>
0: blink, blink, blink. And another thing in Black <laughs> People's News which I was just here for. Oh man. Was an Atlanta anchor. Yes. I feel mm, like we should just mm, play mm, it, mm,
1: but mm, mm, I'm sure everyone has seen it by now. But go they ahead said and do it.
0: Sharon Reed. <laughs> An anchor for CBS 46. I don't know if that's in Atlanta, but she just gave me Atlanta vibes, so I just moved her family and everyone else who is <laughs> friends with her. They sis, all live in Atlanta. If
1: you're not in Atlanta, sis, that's where you need to
0: be. <laughs> that was an Atlanta move.
1: That's where she's from. That's where she learned her Appa- journalism. Apparently,
0: one of the Caucasians did one not like what she had to say about the, the, the race. The, yeah, mayoral ma- race. Mayoral race. I'm tongue-tied. Um, <laughs> and they now have a mayor named Keisha.
1: Yes, Keisha. So it was Atlanta. It was Atlanta. Yes,
0: it was. <clears throat> Had to check facts with Consuela.
1: <laughs> and
0: um, so the viewer wrote a little letter.
1: What's the viewer's name? Because you know. View- oh, you know <clears throat> let me get her. She said it about Kathy,
0: <laughs> Kathy Ray? Kathy Ray. Kathy Ray. And Kathy Ray voiced her opinion about how she talked about the race and everything and called her everything but the child of god but couldn't
1: spell it <laughs> could not spell she called it. her isn't niger, niger. is that a river that's a place oh niger Africa. yes it's a whole place yes but is there a niger river sure yeah okay <laughs> sounds like it <laughs> sounds good to me it sure as fuck isn't the slang word that people use to <laughs> so, disrespect black people in all, this country
0: i'm gonna need you that whenever you're gonna write a letter hello i need a spell check you probably rolled it through. It's Bitch, more weren't you
1: on Twitter? Like, <laughs> Can't Twitter just hit you with the red lines and t- tell you when you're fucking up? It's effective
0: if you can spell it, it really and is. say it. Exactly. So Sharon took her time. She had time today <laughs> time. to get on air and let Miss Kathy Ray, and I think she said her name about...
1: 45 times. 45 <laughs> times
0: to get the message across that, you know, you have to deal p- with people where they're at. Yes. So she was like, look, Kathy Ray whatever i'm gonna give you 10 seconds of my hard-earned time and i'm gonna let you know that no way in shape or form that is okay for you call this journalist hello which means i am educated right
1: fact checked fact checked (laughs) and
0: experienced hello you will not on my watch call me out my name out my name and call me a nigger Especially not
1: misspelled, bitch. If you're gonna Mm, do it, spell it. But you know what I loved about it? The you had to see the video. Yes, because. Sis came all the way through <laughs> with the t- attitude. She was like, "Listen, Kathy, don't let me tell you what to do, boo boo." Like she, I, she, I was, she, you saw that she was holding yes, those hands together had to, hold to it avoid the hand for clap. the Caucasians who were sitting beside
0: her on that desk.
1: Because you know, but if you really look at the soul,
0: <laughs> if you really look at the video, her, her, um...
1: the leaning that she did when she when she leaned into that camera, I knew she was coming. For that whole ass, face, and hair, your husband's ass, and your little kids running to and from soccer practice, calling everybody on that other team a a spick and shit. Because those are the ones that come from every every nationality. Everyone, everybody's something. Everyone, you know. She, the, the first of all sis's hair was laid
0: laid bundles up. on
1: bundles on bundles she and was she that flipped yaki. that bitch I don't that's think it's, you know she don't do no, no. she did that that's Peruvian
0: that. Mongolian yes. mix, yes. With, mix. A, <laughs> with a with an
1: and that's the that's the Mandela <laughs>
0: that's the Mandela if we
1: ever get some hair bitch <laughs> it's y'all the don't steal that name that's the Mandela weed. but
0: the part if you really look at Listen. the video you can see her co-anchor who was a Ooh. Caucasian male <laughs> he didn't know if he was gonna slide off the screen <laughs>
1: or but just he, melt cuz he, yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> he, he was wasn't just ready melt down underneath that yes. table cuz he knew what was what was coming you yes. know they had a whole meeting before but he
0: didn't know the depths
1: <laughs> cuz Sharon, is her is her name is Sharon 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 mm-hmm. ain't never let that side no. of her out in front of her colleagues no the only person that's seen that side of Sharon is the the producer <laughs> <laughs> the producer that hired her and said Sharon I'm going to need you to leave that Yes, in 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 um Chicago because her roommate because... probably is Sharonda. <laughs> Hello, I wish she would. And she cut it down Listen, for the Caucasians, just for the Caucasians, and they don't even they don't even respect it. But he
0: was like, I don't wait. What well, is she... which tone well, she's going to use? Because you know we only use certain
1: tones and with she certain was like, people. The black one. Yes, I'm using the extra. I'm, yes. losing... I'm using the black yes. mother that has to come up to the school and curse the teacher mm-hmm. out because you oh. Wait a minute. That leads me to our next point. But let me not <laughs> let me not jump the gun. <laughs> Sharon, Sharon literally was like, "You not gonna tell me." Some Mm-mm. bullshit, you will and not. not expect me to come for that whole entire ass. Y'all need to watch. Just watch the video. Just watch look at it. Video. I
0: might even insert it since we're trying out this new hey. video thing, you know? Because hey you, you need to see us. Yes, and you're be blessed.
1: See, I'm sure we'll put this up on a YouTube. Yeah, eventually. it'll be something. If so, it'll be U- yeah. I'll try. Show. I'll try to
0: use my amateurist <laughs> <laughs> editing skills, but you know, I get better and better. <laughs> There you go. I get better and better each time. Absolutely. Um, but, yes, yeah, so another thing, I since we have this wonderful guest that's coming in, yes. we also want to hurry up and let you know who we were impressed by and who we were unimpressed by. No. And,
1: yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Move right on in. Because we it. need
0: to give all of Miss Jenna Torres her time.
1: Um. Yeah, go ahead.
0: But yes, yeah, so I just want to say, and I know people probably laugh at me, but I just want to say that I'm impressed with Darylyn. Is that how you say her <laughs> name? Roberts? The goat. <laughs> the goat of all times. Now, if you haven't seen this, Darylyn Roberts is an ex con who decided that she on her day scammer. off, she decided that she wanted to be an interpreter. <laughs> So she rolled up. Just, oh, my God. You know, she was like peeked oh in God. and was like, oh, um, this looked like something I can do today.
1: Like, y'all, you, is this the place for the interview?
0: The people can't hear you in the back, so I'm going to go ahead and get I this.
1: I really feel like. So if anyone doesn't know what happened, basically, <laughs> um, there was a video that surfaced of a news report. Uh, or like a press, a press is a press conference.
0: conference for a serial killer.
1: Yes, a serial killer that was arrested, right? Yes. And they, the cops, are giving the whole rundown of the case, and that um, he's in custody you know, or whatever,
0: and all that other stuff. <laughs>
1: and, um, <laughs> and somebody eventually points out that the interpreter is literally saying
0: bullshit. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Bop, bop. Li-
1: exactly. Like. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> someone's someone's going to make that video. Like, somebody's going to make that meme of like what Sharon was... Re- like, what was her name?
0: Her name Dequanious. was Darylind Roberts.
1: And what Darylind was really saying was uh, like, two plus two plus four. <laughs>
0: yes. Get your snack pack at KFC. She
1: basically... <laughs> Um, felt it in her soul and took yeah. it upon herself to yeah. go up there and pretend she knew real sign language um, now here's my question one. Nobody fact checked. Where the fuck <laughs> was the real sign language
0: interpreter? I don't think they had one. Clearly, I think she didn't. Ha- they didn't have one. She just slid up in there, and they didn't know any difference because they're just like, oh, we're in a press conference. Hello. And here she is, and she came in all her glory, all like her glo-
1: believing herself. Believing. She probably first it. walked up to him doing sign, and she was like, oh, you speak? Hello, hi. I'm sorry. Yes, because is- we
0: do have deaf people oh, here.
1: Oh my God. And second I- of all, <laughs> second of all. The reason we are impressed with her is because I have never, outside of 45 becoming president, I have never seen someone so ill-equipped to do a job, do that job so fucking confidently. I, her face, when she did this, and she paused as if she was interpreting yes. what the man was saying. Absolutely. She would hear, and the suspect was found, and you see a pause. And then her hands start moving and she's, she's giving you exactly what the fuck that man is saying.
0: And everybody's impressed.
1: Oh my God. It's and so then funny. it takes
0: one person to be who was deaf and like,
1: what, what, what God was she doing? damn. Did this man steal some Skittles from uh. the back from the back of the AMC movie? It is theater? a sale
0: for two ninety nine. And
1: then so her grandmother's coming. I don't understand. <laughs> and I'm Christmas. just impressed with
0: the gall what? and the nerve. I know, I know it's shenanigans. I know shits and shenanigans, but I just want to say, Daryl, I just hope in 2018 that I have the
1: confidence confidence to just say fuck it. (laughs) Fuck it all. And shoot my
0: shots and everything. You know what?
1: Shoot that fucking shot. I'm going to be an
0: engineer tomorrow.
1: Hello. I am going to be Oprah.
0: Yep. Her, you know,
1: I'm going to manifest myself into Oprah. One for day, the I'm going to. I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna wish upon a should shooting star. You just show star. up at one of her events. I am. That's it. You I'm just Oprah. need thicker
0: hair. And I can get. She's that been on Weight Watchers, bundles. so I can believe that she is now. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I need you to listen. Um. So. Thank you for listening to Oprah's first podcast. We really appreciate. <laughs> and I'm you guys Gail. Tuning in, Gail and Oprah are here for the shits and giggles Who every says single day. We can't day. be Oprah and Gail. We are. We're not fucking though. <laughs> those bitches are fucking. They're
0: not fucking. They're fucking. No, they're not. They're
1: fucking. They're I'm, fucking. Sorry, they're scissoring. I'm, I'm sorry, Oprah. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm Oprah. Please I'm understand. Sorry. I love you. Uh,
0: I can't. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, will I wouldn't not. say anything. Now you know I am always <laughs> behind you for shits and shenanigans. But, but Oprah not has Oprah. not Mother O. She has the power to end lives. She does. So and definitely Oprah, careers. I was not with it. I take it back. Y'all are know what like it. I wasn't with it. Y'all are only I wasn't with it. Y'all
1: are only bad, very, bad, very, bad, very bad, close. bad.
0: And speaking of bad, oh, can I just talk about my girl? Please. Here's the thing. Hurry up and All talk right. about her because I'm over Miss <sighs> Poppin' and Lockin'.
1: Basically. Um <sighs> Jesus Christ! Let me just bring up what the bitch said because I have to read this too. All right. So now, if you haven't been literally just completely um, anti-Twitter, which I know a lot of us don't really do Twitter anymore, but I'm about to because shit. When shit pops off, Twitter is where you need to fucking be.
0: Absolutely. You
1: have to be on Twitter, especially specifically Twitter. Black Twitter. You are. You get. You got some followers. I tweet. You be tweeting. Um. So my girl, um, Drea, if you will, um, Drea, is it Mitchell? Or Michelle?
0: Michelle. Okay.
1: Drea and <laughs> Michelle. Drea, Drea don't give a fuck about her kids, Michelle. Went on the internet and just, as, as soon as we were giving her a moment, as soon as we were like, you know what, Drea, maybe you're not that bad. I like your little bathing suits. You stopped acting a fucking fool on this show. Mm-hmm. I see you calming down. Go ahead, Drea. Live your best life. This ignorant bitch mm-hmm. goes on Twitter. I'm sorry, on Instagram. Posts posts a conversation that she has with her son, right? She has a conversation with her son. Now, I'm going to read exactly what she said because it's important. Here she goes. Let's discuss this. Nico has a four-minute speech that he has to memorize and recite. Fine, splendid. Now, his teacher is requiring me to sign papers every day saying he's read this speech five times out loud and stuff. Over Thanksgiving break, I had to sign 18 times, and now it's still every day. Here's my point. I'm all for helping my child with his homework, but at this point she's she has him harassing me with this speech. I don't wanna hear it no more. I'm hearing it two times a day for a month straight. I'm finna memorize it. Not to mention the topic is about American history, how American history isn't as much as present as much in college education, snoozy emojis. Five snoozy emojis, just so you know. So you can imagine what a snooze this thing is. Last night he asked me to sign, and I said, no, tell your teacher I'm done with this. And now today he doesn't get his points because I didn't sign it. It's not my damn homework, but it feels like it. What y'all think?
0: What I think is that first of all, let's let's just go back a couple years when you
1: left the child for dead. You left, left your baby for dead, bitch. You
0: had a child neglect. You left charge. your
1: baby for dead because you wanted to be in Miami. He couldn't. He she. So anyone that doesn't know Miss Dre and the saga that is pretending she loves her child, she mm-hmm. when he, this child was what eight years old or something. I think so. He. Ends up in police custody because he called the police. He called the well, he called the police because he didn't know what else to do. Right, because Miss Drea thought it was okay to leave an eight year old home alone and taught him how to heat up his dinner, which was a a TV dinner in the microwave. And one day, (laughs) poor little baby couldn't get to his food or something, couldn't get maybe he couldn't get to the freezer. I don't know what happened. Either way, he realized he was hungry, Mm -hmm. couldn't get his nutrients from that hungry man meal that she had him eating every day and called the cops Mm, mm, mm. to come and help him. Now... Because
0: she was in Miami trying to get that baller.
1: Trying to get a baller, which she ended up doing. She probably was with
0: Chris Brown at that time. She might
1: have been. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is... How dare you? (laughs) Believe it or not, Drea. You're a terrible person. (laughs) Uh, Believe it or not children have homework children have homework now i understand a lot of people have been going back and forth with this a lot of people there's the memes that are coming out are fucking hilarious hilarious whole the ones where it's like it's like <laughs> It's like a kid it was literally like the kid um like, Hey mommy, can you do my homework and help me with my homework? And Dre is literally like, No, I don't <laughs> like you. Get out oh, oh my god
0: She need a whip and even does. if she felt that way, she shouldn't have put it on social media Thank because you. And that's it where just it's makes it up. it just that's makes where it's it seem stupid. like she's insane.
1: Here's it, the thing. Here's my problem, because I'm i I'm a mom and um I just feel a certain way about this because I'm preparing myself for this. I know that Lisa's gonna have homework, it's gonna be some bullshit, I'm gonna have to fucking do it. I'm I'm well aware of the fact that I'm gonna have to relearn Mm -hmm. like calculus one day. Some shit that I have no interest in anymore even though I was a math major. But the shit, eventually I was like, I'm not going to do taxes. I don't need to know all this bullshit, right. you know? But I'm going to have to relearn it. I'm going to have to learn about, like, Ulysses S. Grant and all these motherfuckers that I could care less about in all truth. But do you think I'm going to run to social media and complain about the fact that my child has homework and I have the fucking mother? You don't do that on social media. You can complain about the regular bullshit of motherhood. I'm tired. You know, my kid is acting up, etc. That's fine. But when you say... Oh, my God, it's too hard helping my child succeed. Bitch, are you crazy? What did you think was going to (laughs) happen? Honestly, what did she think was going to happen? Twitter, like Facebook was, or what is it? Instagram was going to be like, yes, bitch. Cut, You know what? Just cut the whole speech out. Make him drop the class, bitch, because the shit is too, this is ridiculous. 20 times? You had to hear a speech 20 times? You know how many times Michelle probably sat and listened to Barack do his speeches, bitch? You want your kid to fucking succeed? You want your person to succeed? Someone you're rooting for? Bitch, show the fuck up and listen to the goddamn speech, and then you're not going to even sign. Here's the other thing. Be smart about it, Drea. If you don't want to listen to the speech, sign the fucking paper anyway. Just don't listen to the goddamn speech. Sign the paper, move in silence, and just let him do his shit. Tell him to do the shit in the mirror. Have him fucking record it and watch him back. And tell him, okay, this is where you should be moving your hands. Now try this shit again in your bathroom by yourself where I don't have to hear it. If you really, really, really was over it, fine. But don't be an idiot and show the world that, you're that you you ain't shit yet <laughs> again. Like, how many times do you have to be told that you ain't shit? How many times do you have to be told nine, you're shit, mother?
0: 999,0
1: shit ass <laughs> comments down. Because her she, of course, she eventually deletes the thing, but not before someone got in there and did the little snapshot mm-hmm. because hello, they will come for that ass. Very quickly. Try your headphones on, boo. Um, Jenna is here, so we're going to introduce her in a minute. But last thing I wanted to say about Miss Drea, because I get it. And you know what? I'll ask Jenna to weigh in on this, um, because Jenna does have children, and children of, yes, three kids, um, of school age. So let's get you, come on, scoot on over here so you can be in the camera. Yeah, so we Camera's can hear right you. There. Uh hey, This is Miss Jenna Torres. I'll give you the full rundown of who she is and what she does in a minute, but I do want to get your your take on this. So I'm, I'm assuming you heard the controversy. Yes, I did. All right, speak a little, come a little closer.
2: Got it. <laughs> yes, I did. I did hear the controversy, but, I mean, my oldest child is eight, my mm-hmm. middle is seven, and my youngest is five. And So these- you got mad homework. <laughs> yes. All the homework. But yet, particularly my youngest child has this homework that requires a parent. Like it's not like a worksheet, it's like activities that you actually have to do with your child. Like talk right. to them or ask them how they feel about certain situations or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And that's basically that. And so it's, it's every your night.
1: it's and, and do it's you, our homework.
2: It thank you. thank
1: you like do you um get angry when your child comes through with the homework or you just
2: no it's not my child's fault but there is times where i go to parent teacher night and be like what is this like he could be doing something more productive exactly than like learning about feelings because we talk about feelings all day every day talk about
1: the feelings all the time and that's good this is another thing right you just brought up a good point parent teacher conferences are a fucking thing if you basically parent teacher anything is a thing you probably she probably has that teacher's like email address, you can go directly to the teacher and discuss this if that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But putting it on social fucking media and also, first of all, taking it directly to the point of not signing the kids, like the fuck?
2: It's so what? real now that they got something called uh class dojo where you can literally talk to the teacher like as if In you media. were sending a, yes. a talking taking a text, like a text. message. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm, Girl, mm, mm, mm. class dojo that shit. Don't put it on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram will not let you live. But you also
0: have to think about like and and i get everyone is just up in an uproar about her and the kid and stuff like that but you also have to think about um she didn't majorly raise the son she I don't just give recently a got fuck. him but you have to also put that into i don't have to, to put
1: that in shit when
0: you're not <laughs> raising your yeah. child like from the beginning and then you just get him like full time in order to complete the whole family or whatever the case may be you don't you're not used to um, dealing with homework all the time oh, you're so not the used fuck what? she's used to being a party girl she exactly. got her little man that's why she's a she trash person her man. that's she why, why drop she's a little baby and she and then you have to th- think about drea she probably only got a ninth grade education
1: Ooh, all right well
0: <laughs> you have to think about it like that like people who i don't
1: think you need to have a college degree to listen to but a if speech you five but you times. but
0: you do have to have the understanding of how important no how important how important education is because like like for instance like with my grandmother my mother decided rest in peace that she wanted to go back and get her um college education and she was like 50 something years old she had already got like associate's degree but my mom was in the process of getting finishing up her bachelor's going to master's and she wanted to get a doctorate um and my grandmother who didn't graduate from high school was like ain't you too old to do that or why you want to do that she couldn't understand the concept because it does matter if you can't understand the concept
1: there's there's a difference between not understanding why someone would leave a job or if if there's an adult that's halfway through a a career and, and already you know in their shit why they would Want to go back to school? It's different to try to understand that than to understand that your child of of grade school age has homework that you need to sign up on. But I'm saying it's not hard to understand. Angela, no, no.
0: I'm saying that if you don't Girl, value education, you she, don't value education. But it, and and it's across the not board. Not valuing
1: education and being lazy. It's not like she's telling her kid she you don't have to go to school. It's not like she's
2: telling her kid she would never say that on social media. Right. But she probably was
0: like, Bitch. just throw the whole baby away. Well, there's,
2: but there's also a fact of like. All right, the a part about like not education is kind of like okay, if it's not important to me and I didn't need to to succeed, right? Then therefore, like, why is this important to you? Like, it does that's, that's, that's kind of that reinforcing. No, it's you a difference, it. but it's a difference. It's a
1: difference because she's not saying. He shouldn't have to do this homework.
2: Right. She's saying, She's saying don't she bother, bother me
1: listening. with it. Exactly. Right. And that's where you come into being a trash parent. Like, yeah. oh, hey, baby, go ahead and do your little uh, ballet. I'm, I, You know, do that. I'm, absolutely, that's great. I'll never come to a recital because I don't want to be bothered with that shit. You're mm. a trash parent. Trash. She's yeah. a trash parent. Anyone that thinks, and that's the thing. Here's my thing about her. I get wanting to, um, I get wanting to, not be bothered with certain things. I get that. That's annoying. I, I i like I said, I'm fully prepared to be like, oh shit, Lisa has a whole fucking science project. God damn it. Now I have to buy like molten lava shit. I'm gonna have to clean this shit off my like countertops. I'll just start prepared. stocking now. Oh well you keep I on. will, you know I'll
2: be couponing. Let me tell you the best thing <laughs> ever. My child <laughs> decides that she needs to do a project about landforms. And I'm like, okay, great. No problem. We got like sand, we got all types of stuff. Like that's just how I am. But she was like, Oh yeah, and it's due tomorrow. And it was like seven o'clock at night. And I'd I'm throw like, throw the whole kid away. Yeah, we're done. I no throw word. them all away. Just you be just, like, You failed. You're
0: like, young so, enough where you <laughs> can have another one, girl.
2: I'm like, <laughs> when, when, when was you going to tell me this? Like, Facts. You Facts. was going to tell me this all day? Like, Facts.
0: So I got to be up all night and you tired. See? Absolutely and yet, not. And
1: is mad at her kid for actually wanting to do his assignment.
0: <laughs> and look I don't understand Drea. You have a nanny facts that's what you're paying you have her a for. nanny
1: you have you have like you have your mother i yeah. believe your parents or whatever mm-hmm. like you have people in your life regardless of anything else you have people that can help with this if you need them to and at the end of the day girl like i said forge the goddamn paper like if you really right. don't want to fucking a stamp. sit there did hello. you see that on the meme they were Boom. like
0: get your <laughs> signature on a stamp and whenever you just come through just <laughs> boop
1: Got him. Go ahead. Thanks. Boom. Thanks. Like so, that's why we're disappointed with Miss Drea because not only a does she do a stupid thing by mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. not signing her son's uh, homework, b she never moves in silence. Like Mm-mm. your shit always comes up, and it's always about the fact that you just don't get that motherhood is what it is. But I think
0: she thinks that any press is good press because you. Did I you, guess because nobody see,
1: talking about her till right now. Did you
0: see when um some of the stars clowned her about her Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> How she like it was whack? Well,
1: because was she like she don't eat so like it no. Was, but I'm saying she uh, made
0: food and it looked disgusting. Looked dry.
1: The white side came out.
0: Uh, whatever. No her no white seasoning. adjacent. I don't know what she's mixed with, but yeah. Oh, it was you know, a hot mess. speaking
1: of, I was looking at her today, and I think you're right that she has a weird face. We had this discussion before. Uh, can I get? <laughs> wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Well, what? it took you a while wait. to agree with Bernice Ho- Bergo one. Wait, being wait, A1, wait, 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 hold on. And hold I can, I can now on. take, I can take Dreya from a one to b two. She's a B2 bitch at best. Mm. She has a weird face. Yeah, she she's does. She's a pretty girl, but it, the, she's the proportions She's cute at best.
0: I think she's cute. And I think they only say she's pretty because with the long hair and the body. Yeah,
1: it's the body. Like the if body's she was, ridiculous. If she
0: was just regular Degler Joanne down the street... <laughs> You know, it'll be fine. Yeah. But, yeah, so... So that's it. Dreya, stop
1: complaining when your kid has homework, and definitely yeah. don't complain on social media. Just be smarter about it. Fucking sign the goddamn paper. If you know the sign boy has the done paper. the... He's done the speech 20-plus times. He knows the fucking speech. You can sign off on the rest of the times that he has to do the speeches. Yes. He's not going to fuck it up. Yes. Now, <clears throat> that being said... Can you
0: take a breath? Because you went, like... <sighs> listen.
1: <laughs> listen. And no, I am already. <laughs>
0: <I'm> from <laughs> New <laughs> York.
1: I speak fast. I should have been here yeah. signing. I speak fast and get- You should have. I should have just stood there like. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the it. sign for Drea is, Drea <laughs> ain't shit. Drea. Ain't, Ain't shit. Boom. <laughs> 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 um, so yes. here we are. Hi, Jenna. Yes. Hi. Hi, Jenna. You're so cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I don't normally say that about other people, too. She it doesn't. Extent.
1: She's very shady. <laughs> She's, she'd be like, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And so, it's, how um, much were those MMs? It's right. Oh, hello. <laughs> Moving on. Like, that's literally it. Because I'm polite. <laughs> Barely. Yeah. So, guys. So, if you were polite, you let me introduce our guest.
0: Ooh. Ooh,
2: got him. Got um Okay. Hashtag so, Virgo power. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Hashtag
0: whack power. Hashtag Geminis.
1: ow, okay. ow.
2: And now we're back. <laughs>
1: after that interlude. I would love to introduce our guest. Is that okay with you? Yes, please. Thank you. Um, the young lady sitting to my right um, is... Miss Jenna Torres. She is, and I know Miss Jenna from a Facebook group for moms that I am a part of. She and I first met at Applebee's because we classy. <laughs>
0: Long and Island iced tea.
1: Yes. We had a, yeah, picture picture a picture of Margarita. I know y'all Margarita. did. No, no, did. Sangria. No, 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 Sangria. Sangria. It was I so know good. You did. It was It was Wednesday. <laughs> you know, it was ladies night. So pictures are $8. Check that out. <laughs> We are not sponsored by Applebee's, yes. I, just, I always love to tell people about a good time. $8 pitches, bitch. You cannot go wrong. Yes. So we go. So I meet her, and um, in just regular conversation, Jenna starts to tell me about how she, um, just her life, and the fact that she is a former sex worker, mm-hmm. and she now works with an advocacy group that helps former... and. Current and former sex workers. Everyone there, I believe, is a sex, is a former sex worker, and it's called the um, Red Umbrella Project, if I'm correct. Um, and she's just phenomenal, and I will let her tell you more about herself because she's. She's just super dope. Like she yeah. just always touches my soul every time I hear her speak. So you go ahead, girl. Don't
0: get in here crying. I will, you know. Yeah, will.
2: She, will, she, she already did that. I oh God, mm-hmm. she, it's a real thing.
0: She normally waits to cry like second person, but nah, she man. like. So, no. so she
2: works. can't help it. So, <laughs> I think it's the Mercury retrograde. It's just so, oh yes, yeah. Yeah, Jenna. Yes. All right. So um, hi. Hi. I'm 22. Yeah. I have three kids. I have an eight year old, seven year old, and a five year old. Mm-hmm. Um. I've been working at the Red Umbrella Project now for going on three years. The Red Umbrella Project is a nonprofit that helps sex workers throughout New York City. Um, we do a lot of advocacy work, uh, so, we have writing workshops and documentaries, and hopefully in the new year, a theater group and all of these different things that happen. Awesome. We have a book that has five issues called Pros and Lore, and we also have a um, documentary called The Red Umbrella Diaries that is free yes. for all college students ever.
1: Nice. Um, and
2: so we're able to give universities the film to study for, like, gender politics or whatever. Um, we do a, pol- a lot of policy work. So basically my history is, has been I started doing sex work when I was 15. Jesus. And I did that because my mo- I was primarily in foster care. My mom passed away when I was 11. Mm-hmm. And I realized at a very young age that most people did not know that I was young. And mm-hmm. that I can get away with, like, finessing people. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. when yes. I realized that... Um, basically I did not know that was a sex work thing. I didn't know it was prostitution. I didn't know there was a community of people who did it. I didn't know it was Craigslist. I didn't know any of these things, but I just realized that if I was going to spend my time with a guy versus spending my time with my children, then you're going to have to pay for it.
0: So at 15, you came up with the idea. Did you have like a, an older person, like a, I don't want to say the word, but a pimp. pimp? No, I
2: didn't. No, I didn't have a pimp. It's just be like, guys who approached me but realized, not realizing that I was the age I was at because right. when I right. had my first child, I was 13. Right. Oh, wow. And they didn't realize that I was 13. Mainly, maybe it could be because I had a child, but also because, like, my just my physical appearance did not look as a right. 13-year-old child. Right. And so when I caught on to the fact that people did not realize I was 13, I never, like, oh, like, oh no, I'm 21 or whatever, I never had to do that because they just assumed that I was old enough. And so I primarily used to get um people who had like a lot of money or like had disposable income. B boys. Pretty much. <laughs> would um approach Say me and is, be like, girl. Oh, it is what it is, you know, like how are you feeling? And they'd be like, Oh, we go out to eat or Oh, here's some money or whatever. I had, like, a guy at some point who was, like, paying for my phone bill and giving me money at school. Can you tell me the American dream
0: <laughs> that you used when How you got the phone? One I, you know, and I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> for
2: that, the friend is me. So, <laughs> for the I don't, yeah, I mean, like, that particular situation was really interesting because he was, like a, like, a lot of people who come to me, even, like, in my sex work life, have been socially awkward in some type of right. way. Oh, okay. And so have, like, been really shy to approach people or are really concerned about their wealth. like. I make so much money, I don't want somebody to marry me for my money. And I'm like, (laughs) whatever. Like, whatever makes you happy. Um, And so, this particular person is socially awkward. Like, he was a little older. He wasn't that much older than me. He's probably like eight years older than me, whatever. And he used to make his money through Yu Gi -Gi Oh! tournaments. (laughs) Oh, I've heard and of that. So, I've yes. heard of that. And so, My ex-boyfriend
0: used to play those games. Yeah,
2: things. so I mean, like, I didn't know any of this when I first met him. And so, mm-hmm. like, when I came to his house one time, he was like, oh, yeah, let me show you my collection. And I'm like, cool. I'm thinking, like, he's going to pull out something, but I never in a million years thought it would have been Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. But he had, like, these, you know the mm-hmm. long shoe containers? Yeah. He had, like, several of them.
0: It's serious. And
2: he was like, this is what I do. And I'm like, "Wow." who am I to, you know, judge you? You do what makes you happy. Um and because I have like that no judgment policy like I don't care what you do if you like it I love it type of thing. So um, what made you yeah.
1: what made you um basically you don't meet as many 15 year olds that start working as a sex worker. Nah. So right. what was it that led you to that decision? I know you said that realizing that you could do it but what made you decide to do that versus Okay. working at
2: McDonald's or something that a typical 15 year old well would. mostly I never got picked for some of you so that's another thing like oh, like as many times even though I was, like, you? as long as, as I either
1: <laughs> right I mean like even
2: though I was in foster care technically I should have always gotten picked I never right. did wow. um So there's just a lot of things that, like, there was no other means of income. Like, I know it feels really (laughs) shitty when you have to, like, go out in the street and it's snowing and you can't get in a cab with your kids and now you have to walk these blocks. You know, it just was a shitty feeling. And so I really wanted to take care of my family. I wanted independence. And also, like, I've been pregnant three times in the process of me from 15 to 17. Wow. um, Or 13 to 17, rather. And, like, I never had clothes that fit me. Like, it was either too big or too small or, like, this weird in-between size. And so it was really hard to get access to things in foster care. Like, there's a lot of advocacy that you have to do. There's a lot of participating that you have to go do. Even for my daycare, at the bare minimum, something that I'm supposed to have in order to go to school, right. I had to go to court and get a court order for them to give me daycare. Wow. Because they're like, well, your foster mother couldn't just watch her. And I'm like, my foster mother is like 80 years old. and <laughs> She's so, not watching three wow. kids. Tell us,
1: tell us more about that because I'm wondering, I think my thought process is why would a, why would a teenager have to, Go out and make their own money, or you know, feel feel right. that they need they so need or to ha- be making their own money that they have to go
2: sleep with people for it, right? Like, I, but at this particular time, when I first started sex work, it wasn't me sleeping with people, it was just straight up like people playing games, like, Oh, you know, I'm, if I keep doing this, eventually she's going to, and I'm like, Nah, you know, right, I'm just gonna right. keep buying myself, right? But when I, um, so at some point, I have realized that like I didn't have to sleep with people for money, like, that wasn't the thing. Um, I think the transition came when I graduated high school because I went to a high school that gave me a learning to work job, so I didn't have to do sex work as often. I still had clients who were like, "Oh, I want to see you. I want to go on a date with you. Blah blah whatever," and that's fine. But I didn't have to do it as often. And in the um learning to work program, I learned how to be a spoken word artist. I learned how to DJ. Right. Like I, I got paid for these skills that I was doing, and those things that I generally like and they still do to this day. Right. Um, and it wasn't until I graduated high school where I was like, oh, my God, books are expensive. Right. I had gotten to a four-year college. I was taking a bus to a train to a ferry to a bus to get to my college. Wow.
0: Jesus.
2: It was real. That's way too
0: far. <laughs> That's here in New York. <laughs> yeah, That's that here crazy. in New York.
2: Because I had this concept, like, my dream school is New Pulse because I'm a poet. And okay. so I really wanted to go to New Pulse, but at this time I had already had my children. And I was like, you know, if I go to a college school, it's not going to work out. Like, right. I'm not going to be able to focus. It's going to be too much. I'm going to be stressed out. I'm not going to do it. But, so I picked a college that was further off, so I went to Staten- College of Staten Island. Okay. And the campus was beautiful, and it was very similar to how New Pulse felt. So I was like, okay, well, we can do this. And also, I had did, like, an um, Urban Word session where Patricia Smith came up to me, so she's like, a really famous poet or whatever. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to meet you. And she was like, yeah, I'm a professor at College of Staten Island. I'm like... Still Done. The deal. <laughs> right, right. I am going to college at Staten Island. You are going to be my professor.
1: So, but, um, I'm sorry. I just no. wanted, so, can you tell us a little bit about
2: your foster care experience? Experience. Um, so, my foster care experience was, I don't think it's the worst, if you can say that. Like, you know, it's definitely not the best because I've went to multiple homes um, but at my last home, it wasn't necessarily that she was a bad foster mother, but she had her priorities right. Like, so right. the money that she was getting was primarily for my kids, like to make sure they have clean clothes and diapers and food. So you
0: had three kids while you were in foster
2: care. While I was in foster care,
0: and they they didn't say um, it's time for you to go with the, with, the, or was that just no the expectation? Right. I had
2: that? had so I had my first foster home ever. I stayed there for about I don't know five months, and then I went to a transition home. For about a couple of weeks. And then by the time I had gotten to my last foster home, I was already pregnant. Mm. And so she didn't know I was pregnant until I was like five months pregnant. And so I knew because I was going to a doctor and all of that, but she didn't know. And then so finally when she did find out, she said, well, you know, I'm not going to put you out and stuff like that because I had all five of my kids before I was 22. All five? She had five kids before she was. Oh, she had, she yeah. had, she had five kids. Five kids before 22. twenty-two. Yes, but at this time she's an older woman, and so her husband was in the army. They got married when they were mm-hmm. sixteen, well, when she was sixteen. So and she had them all with with her husband. With her husband, okay. who was so in the she, army. Okay, so right. she was living. She was a very different, a different life down time. south. Yeah, very okay. di- for a different time, very down south. You know, like that's just oh, what wow. you did. You got married, that's a you kid had kids. Year. Pretty much. My ovaries
0: just jumped out of my Hello.
2: body. No, I think she, my, my uterus just shut down. Yeah, <laughs> and she said that <laughs> like, she had, like, miscarriages in that process, too, so it Jesus would have been Christ. closer so to she seven. she was just perpetually mm. pregnant mm. for, mm. like, mm. seven mm. years. Right. Jesus and so Christ. she was not, she was like, I don't, I'm not going to, like, play you or whatever right. and tell you, like, you can't do it. Like, I'm just going to teach you the things that are going to make you a great mother and very efficient mother. And, wow. that's, and that she did. And so, but that still did not address the fact that, like, needed I need the car for, I need money. I need, like, just things in general for me to get from point A to point B. Right. I needed to keep my phone on because my kids were in daycare and I was right. in, in school. So just things like that, that, that was not provided for me. Right. Um, and this is like, before Obama phones and all that. So, right. and so, yeah, so I just, that's just the way I made money. And so I got into high school where I got a job and I was like, well, I don't have to do this as much. But what ended up happening is once I graduated high school, because I was 17 when I graduated, I was young, I still couldn't get a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then also, at this point, I was going to school six days a week in right. Staten Island. There's right. no way that somebody's going to hire me. I'm 17. I also have a six-day-a-week school so schedule. So you didn't
0: think McDonald's or Burger King was going to it? was.
2: It, it wasn't going to. It was no reason. There's no way right. I could possibly do yeah, it. Yeah, you, you You basically did not
1: feel that you had the time to be be a mother and then also be in Right, because it's
2: mom. about, like, in my mind, it's about what is going to do the most for me in the amount of time that I have. And, right. like, working for eight seventy five 75 an hour definitely was not going to help that. Like, it was not going to yeah. p- pay for books. It wasn't going to help me. Maybe it will help me eat if that. Right. So, so what um, about the um, clients that you had?
1: You said a lot of them were kind of socially awkward. But where yeah. do you meet them? Like, what – I'm just trying to figure out okay. – I want to know kind of, like
0: – The mindset because yes, like I'm, type, I'm still with my guy. mouth yeah. open at 15 <laughs> years old okay. because – yeah, I'm so, older than 15, and I still don't have the hey right. Like I don't
2: even what know what you how doing how to, how right. To, to so when I was right like when I was younger, I never approached anybody. Everybody has always approached me, but in my mind, like I said, I worked like cross. But if did, they, launches,
0: did they approach you like? Yeah. hey, I'll pay you to do X. No, y, Z. no, no. Oh, it okay. was
2: definitely like, oh, let's go out to eat. Let's go chill. Da da da. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, but just to let you know, like, um, my time ain't free. So. You- you, <laughs> write it down Can you write that
0: You better say that
2: God damn it You know I say it, that now Like my time ain't free So it's, it was kind of like They'd be like Oh I really want you to chill with me I really want you to chill with me And I'm like okay I have kids and I have responsibilities So what is gonna make me Come out my crib for you Like explain uh,
1: Girl You better Girl Say, say, say the shit again Say like, Bring the mic Girl <laughs> Absolutely
0: That's in like, everyday 2018 Jesus. What is gonna make me come out of this have house?
2: You done for, for me you. Lately? Yes. Ooh. Right. And so Ooh, yeah. That's how I feel. Janet's
0: backup Thank singer. You. So
2: I have figured that out really early that people are willing to like, especially like if you're driving fancy cars and you're trying to whip and you're trying Absolutely. to look cute, then, then you know you do got bread somewhere. And so if you're willing to do all this extra to oppress me, then you might as well pay for it. And so I'm literally
1: flabbergasted <laughs> right now. She's because, my best friend now.
2: Hello. Oh my god. I get I get
1: I get like, right. trips to Ikea. I buy my own shit at Ikea, Girl. but I get a ride to and Ikea. You gotta and you got to hold me. the bag. And mm. I have to hold the bag, bitch. She's out here right. at
0: 15 saying, Saying, look, um, mm. you know, <laughs> I wish I would come out
2: She was the for originator of, Girl. of Drake's song. Right. But then it's like, so, but at this, this time good. you have to understand, I did not know this was a community, a community thing. Right. I didn't know people did it. I didn't know there was something. Right. I was like, well, I don't got time for you. Like, it is like you're gonna give me something that I need or not. Like, you know, I really didn't have time for that. <laughs> so, um, mm, 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 mm. but when did I, it ever,
1: sorry, did it ever leave you in any, um, dangerous or like compromising positions? Did
2: you ever feel unsafe? Not until I started doing it professionally, right? right? And, and I what, say that with air courts. So,
0: and when you started doing professionally, did you ever have like a pimp or someone to, you did this all on your own, your did, own mind?
2: I've had. I worked with somebody. I had a young girl come to me when I was younger and who was like, oh, I know this guy who does dance parties. Da, 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 you can come and dance for him. And I'm like, OK, cool, whatever. So I get there. And at this time, I'm like 125 pounds. But I have stretch marks because I did not have kids. Right. And he was like, mm, you're damaged. We can't oh. do that. And I'm like, oh, wow. OK, cool. And he was like, oh, I'm getting ready to dip. And he was like, oh, but I know a couple of clients that will deal with you if you do full service. And at that Mm. time, I started putting two to two together that this is actually a profession, that people do this, like, for a living. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, you know, clients, whatever. So I went and seen the clients that he had, but he never took money from me. I never had to pay him. So he just was the connect. Right. And so, so he did get paid, but on his own accord, like my that. rate was paid full. What was so the rate? My rate I had different rates for different people. Please tell us what, <laughs> what <laughs> let I, I want to know what I right.
0: I know this was, you know, I mean, years ago, but at that time, what was the rate was you given so for a
2: my rate for full service, which is like penetration, was two fifty an hour.
0: <laughs> I'ma slide right on out of this chair right fuck? now.
1: 250? My rate for, is two fifty Girl, and a half. girl.
0: A pack of Oreos. Hello.
1: <laughs> just cuddle me. Like the yeah. fuck. Um and so <laughs> it really does depend. I'm on... living life all the way wrong. <laughs> wrong. I'm so confused. Absolutely wrong. I am
2: so confused right now. I mean, and so and Jesus. but the next So What are you, were
0: you giving for a uh, oral stimulation or just, oral sex? So
2: it depends on how long. Okay. So there's times where you do a half hour, like a half hour session, that'd be $80. But like, or, do they, I, this is just. Mm,
1: mm, right. So it, it. depends,
2: like it really just depends mm. on you and how much I Angela, like you. Angela, you could
1: get your weave mm. done for two sessions. <laughs> That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> just mm. think about, think about
2: how many, how many lashes, lash appointments that could be. Listen, but the thing it. about it is like also like as a sex worker and people who particularly work in a little bit more privileged scenarios make who are not more. like inve- like are not depending on this money to pay rent. Right. Um you can make a little bit more think about things. The escorts, right? So, like that's right. what they call. Yeah. Right. And so for me I was like, depending on how much I like you, is how much I'm gonna charge you. Like, if you're an ass, I'm probably gonna charge you more because right. now it's not only me doing the service; I'm mostly investing well, in your assholeness, like ass. yeah. right? And so that was kind of the boundary that I had and what I learned from quickly because I don't like people generally. I don't like people, so <laughs> for me to have to deal with you on that level mm. and you're gonna be an asshole about it, like right. now you're gonna pay me. And um, so did you ever so yeah. feel?
1: You said that later on, once you started doing it professionally, you had yeah. some moments maybe that were a little. Less than
2: safe or right. comfortable. Right. I don't ever want people to get the notion that sex work is safe. It's not. Like safety of not is not safe. safe. That's, yeah.
1: That's safety not is the safe. a... only reason we don't end right. up doing it. Sex work <laughs> is a
2: safety. Like safety and sex work. She told work me is... the to fee. I might Girl, have to. Shit. I'm just <laughs> saying. So the idea of safety but in the fuck. sex industry is a figment of our imaginations. Like yeah. it doesn't really exist. Like we do things mm-hmm. to limit the risk or minimize right. the risk, right. but it's never 100. percent Like you're going to do this thing, you're going to make money, and you're not going to be like emotionally battered from it or physically battered from right. it or like whatever the kids. There's always may be. a
0: payment, and everything right, it's always
2: there's always a cost of business. So there's that, Um and so when I figured out how to do it professionally, there was a girl that I had m- came across who was also running her own site or whatever, and I had just so happened to come across her and like as mutual friends or whatever, and I had told her what I was doing, and she was like, oh that's really funny because I also do the same thing, and I was like, okay, oh, like can we work together? Like you know, right. you know, like get, like help me out, like tell me how this works out. So. She basically showed me the Craigslist, like how you post your ad, like how you format your ad and certain things, and I'm like, oh, this is way easier than like trying to finesse dudes that like I don't pay for sex, yeah. but they do because you're like, essentially, you paying for sex is like when you take a girl out on a date, hello, and then give them money so and, many facts. And, and all and y'all drinks. eating
0: at Applebee's,
1: you, you probably pay
2: two fifty for that really nice, uh, right, like absolutely p- dinner and a and a movie afterwards at the
1: Alamo is... Draft House. Yes. right? <laughs> like people
2: think that sex work is like this, like really complicated system and technically it's simplified of dating like you court somebody to be with them and to eventually hopefully have like sexual relations that might not be your immediate motivation but that's what you do you court people and so that's the same thing with (laughs) sex work except we cut out all the bullshit like you know what you're doing you're Mm. gonna pay me Mm. you know what you want and Mm. that's it we call it a day it was like, um, we
1: were watching, I was watching that show, Angela, Gigolos. <laughs> I finally broke down and I watched it. You watched the first episode? I did, <laughs> bitch. This shit is so interesting. So, Gigolos is a show, I don't know if you know of it, but yeah. it's on
2: um, Showtime. Yes. And it's, it's about male sex, workers, sex le- workers legal
0: in, in Nevada. Las Vegas. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's really interesting when you talk about the legality mm-hmm. of sex work. Because- and they are
0: balling. <laughs> But that's only for two hours. That's
2: only a specific type of person. Right. Like I I I need y'all to understand. Yeah, yeah. I know it's not like
0: I'm walking down the street.
2: Hey. No, but also (laughs) just like those places, like the legalization Mm -hmm. around sex work in in America is really terrible. And that's why sex workers typically don't want legalization. Mm -hmm. We want criminalization, which is decriminalization, which is like the removal of government agencies altogether. Like you can't tell me who I can see and how I can see them and like all that, like you, you remove the government from the whole. Country. I do so, think it's
1: crazy that we, like, that this is a criminal act because it. What is, what does it matter? Like, if someone wants to sell me their camera, I can buy it from them on Craigslist. Right. If someone wants to sell me their penis, why can't I buy it from them on Craigslist? Like, I mean, why? technically
2: you can legally. It's called the porn industry, and the reason why that happens is because it's, um, I think it's a freedom of expression. Yes. Is what they say it is. Mm-hmm. So you can you can buy sex as long as you're recording it yes
1: because it's an so art form oh, well at, well now uh, you know <laughs> men, men out there if you are considering it just make
2: sure you take out your camera phone and like it has to be public fine. you have to actually be like under a like a porn industry license like there's oh, a lot of process see, to there's into always it. there's um, always but a catch but what i'm saying Damn is that it. It. it could happen it's just that it takes a lot of effort to do so yeah um and that's why like, but our like regular like,
1: hookers i don't know like you, yeah that's, if if, a, if you walk down like certain streets and you see a young lady like they would get arrest they can get arrested oh yeah solici- definitely what is it what's the soliciting
2: charge? for the purposes of prostitution and all that like simply states is that somebody was wandering around a certain area for a certain amount of time trying to stop passerbyers. buyers it right. does not indicate that they actually asked for sex or however did- the problem with the legal system is that if you we the red umbrella project did a um what do you call a research study about the human trafficking intervention courts here in New York City. There's five of them in each borough, mm-hmm. um, one in each borough. And what people get stopped for is this, a woman or a person who was assumed to be a woman in on, easy on, easy off clothing. Hmm. Oh. So, so, when I go so the, your wardrobe is I go trash. The, <laughs> when I go to the club Your wardrobe is trash. Right. I could be You can be so you can be picked up for solicitation. Wow. It's cops have written it down that this person was wearing easy on easy golf clothing, cut off shorts, um, tank tops, bra straps showing um, Dresses, Bitch. and they also at some point they were using condoms as evidence. So like, if you had three or more condoms on you, and you also what? dress like those, so things, your wardrobe, and you're also just throw it all the <laughs> way, Marion. Yes, listen, <laughs> shit. So it's like Go you have three or more sweats. condoms on you, and then <laughs> and boots, right? What
1: the fuck, like, and then you're also don't catch me in summer. I'm gonna have to just leave, <laughs> like the hell, right?
2: And then, but you also in like presumed to be a well-known area for prostitution. Oh Okay, okay. right. Okay, well, that is narrowing it down a little so bit. You need to know. just stay home. Well, apparently, or avoid like all the Manhattan, Flatbush but you know how facts. many, you know how many strolls crow this between clubs. Hello, yeah. that's so I mean that doesn't yeah. that actually because doesn't happen. of course, help people I'm sure people pick up. Prostitutes yeah. After going right. to the club
1: a lot, so and like,
2: primarily, it, I think our report shows that eighty-six percent people who go through the human trafficking intervention court are black and brown women, mm. trans well, women, that women who don't yeah. Even speak, yeah, trans yeah. women who don't speak English, yeah. um, and all most all of their reports is based off clothing and condoms. But here's
1: a question that would arise from that, right? Because yeah. you talked about the human trafficking thing, and I think that that's where things get a little, yeah, you know, um, tricky because it is. I I think that if a, if someone wants to sell their there's sex and someone wants to buy it, then that should be fine. But right. you get into these situations where you have People young are women stolen. that are taken and sex trafficked, and you right. don't know if they are actively, you know, consenting right. to this or, or if they've been persuaded into it. Right. So how do you guys at your group, especially... What do you do for sex traffickers? Or like, what? How do you? How do you suggest people like notice when someone has been such? Like, you know what I mean? It's
2: It's hard to notice somebody right. being in the industry. So there's a couple of like layers to that. One, the very basic is like distinguishing what is sex work and what is human trafficking. Right. Those things are often conflated. And people think they're the same thing. They're similar, but they're very different. Mm. Um, so doing the educational part behind that so people actually know there is people in the industry that choose to do this work. Right. And choice is a very subjective word because, like, I chose to do this work. Yes. Because you didn't feel like you had a, a Right. But option. there's a right. layer of shitty choices. And this yeah. was the best shitty choice out of the series of shitty choices that right. I had to make. And so there's that. Um Offering people resources that make sense. That's a number one. Like if I'm making right. five grand a week and then you tell me to work at McDonald's, I'm gonna look at you and laugh. But,
0: yeah. That's so equal bad. to and you can see all my teeth when I'm laughing. Right. Like
2: <laughs> equal to better opportunities than what they currently have. Right. Yeah. Um, we talk about human trafficking and cops don't know what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Um, sure. Clearly, Se- right, people in right. the sec- if they decriminalize sex work, it'd be easier for c- us to communicate amongst each other to also notice when somebody is out of place. Right. Right. But because you're, it's criminalized, you can't even. We like, can't walk up to someone right. and be like, "Do you need help?" Because they Listen, can't say. Right. If I text Marion and say, "Hey, I'm at this place. I'm going to be here for 30 minutes. You're going to be my safe call. If I don't call you in 30 minutes, you call whoever, whoever I told you to call, or the cops, or whoever. You're now my trafficker." Because you knew where I was at. You Mm -hmm. knew I was doing something Mm -hmm. illegal. Mm -hmm. So now you can also go to jail for knowing where I was at. So that's why the the process of criminalization Criminalization. is way more dangerous than we think. So when you decriminalize sex work, that means that sex with a minor is still illegal. You know, um, rape is still illegal. Sexual assault is still illegal. All these things are still illegal. Yeah. It's just that people who have a consent to have, like, this is the career path that I'm going to go on, whatever. Right. Like, that is limited. But when you rape somebody, when you theft of services, right. when you do any of those things, all of those things are still illegal. Right. And that's all of the things that they encompass that under sex to work. Fight, basically. Right. Yeah. And so, like, it's, um I know a couple of people who work out in Aust- um, not Australia, not Australia, but um in. In Alaska, and there are a group of sex workers out there who actually, like, noticed that there was some funny um, situations going on. Because
1: you're not in the camera. Is is that?
2: That work? Okay. (laughs) Um, Who noticed that they were, like, there were people who were possibly being human trafficked, and they were actually working with law enforcement and got the traffickers, and, like, I don't like to say rescue girls because that's, like, not the process of what they identify as, but um, rescuing people from their situations. And so, like, but sex workers led that. So if you're criminalizing sex workers, then you're right. just now go in blindly. Like a couple of days right. ago there was a woman who um jumped out of a window. Right, to avoid being arrested, arrested for prostitution. Did she die? Yes, yeah, she did.
0: Jesus. Well, tell us a little bit more about why you um became part of the Red U- Umbrella Project and also tell us um, you know, how we could get involved with that if you like dealing with volunteers or just right. d- you know, just cuz I know yeah. in that type of work the the mental aspect of it a lot of these women are super broken because even though you were doing things to feed your family and at your at that time that you um did what you had to do but at the same time I know that emotionally and mentally it's like
2: yeah right so how did you how did you get involved with them so I got arrested when I was 17 for that's how I know for the human trafficking so I got arrested I got arrested when I was 17 I was coming back from a college orientation I took a call and so some of the safety rules I say air quotes safety rules that we have is um, don't work when you're tired and not all money is good money and so I definitely was exhausted I have worked all that night college orientation is long as fuck so I worked all of that day Um, and then I had to come home and I'm like I threw on some, like, baggy sweatshops or whatever, and I got in the car and I went to the place. And the guy was outside. And ki- clients are never outside. Mm. So that should have been, like, red flag number one, like, that something's wrong. He's, like, tossing his keys up in the air. He's asking very specific, um, like, explicit questions. And I'm, like, whatever I di- was discussed was discussed. Mind you, like, I didn't take my cold because I was in school. Right. Um, and so by the time it clicked in my brain that he was a cop, I was already in handcuffs. I was in the back Jesus. of the gym. J- I was in this thing operation with Vice. Wow. And I got arrested for prostitution, um, soliciting for the purposes of prostitution. I went to the Human Trafficking Intervention Court because I was categorized as something called C-sect, which is commercially sexually exploited child or youth. And so, therefore, they did not look at me as a victim—I mean, as, as a criminal, but more as a victim. Right. And um, essentially is what happens when you go to the Human Trafficking Intervention Court. It's a diversion program. So you don't go to jail, but you have to do these programs. Um, and sometimes they're really good. Like for people who are really in human trafficking situations, they're right. great. Right. Like you can do yoga and therapy and all these different things. And that's great. But that just wasn't my particular experiences. So right. they um, sent, they had sent it to me to six sessions of mandatory therapy and counseling sessions and like yoga and a six months probation. But at the same time, I was going through a custody battle with my kids, with my um, kid's grandmother. And I felt like if she ever found out that I was a, a sex oh, worker, oh, it would be, be a wrap. Right. And so I went back and was like, this is not going to work. Like, I need immediate ACD, which is like contemplation of dismissal. And the judge was like, okay, 10 sessions, and you can get your immediate ACD. But I'm also going to school at the same time. And so I had to pick and choose. And I chose the program versus going to school. So I dropped out. Because I didn't want to be arrested in front of my kids. I didn't want to be arrested on campus, yeah. and, you know. So, And I also didn't want this lady to find out that I was doing sex work. Um, and so I was really upset that I had, like, lost this opportunity to go to a four-year college that I worked very hard to go to. Because, like, I had all my kids in high school and I still yep. gradu- managed to graduate early. Yes, and ma'am. I went to school and I was no, really I happy Just about me. it. And so they, like, basically took that away from me. So I was really disgruntled. I ended up doing, like, cosmetology school. So I had my cosmetology license. I went to EKG and phlebotomy school, and I know how to do that. And that's none of the things that I wanted to do. I'm a poet. I'm a creative writer. That's what I wanted to do. And so I talked to my lawyer, and my lawyer was like, oh, maybe be a good fit for this Red Umbrella Project thing. Like, whatever, cool. So I showed up. And the first, like, couple of things that I did was, one, I researched the human trafficking intervention courts, course, which I was very disgruntled about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also got to talk to Planned Parenthood about the time that I went to Planned Parenthood and tried to get a full panel of STD testing, and they refused me because I wasn't showing symptoms. What? And I'm like... And I love Planned Parenthood, by the way. Like as, <laughs>
1: I, I, By love, I mean, I thoroughly support the organization right. and, and hate the fact that, you know, the administration keeps aggressively over and over trying to shut them down. Yeah. But that's crazy.
2: But also, like, Why parent, would
1: anyone need to be, like, oh, hey, I, you can only check if I, you know, have diabetes because I passed out. Like, what yeah. if I feel like I've been, you
2: know. Exposed to something, yeah. right? And they're, like, they kept pressuring me of, like, why do you need this? And I'm, like, I don't want to tell you. I don't have to tell you. You should just test me because I actually you to text me. And they're, yeah. like, you need to speak to a counselor. I'm, like, no, mm-hmm. I just need you to test me. So <laughs> like, get the hell out of here. But aren't you 17 at this point? So Right. like that's.
1: Well above the age of consent, right, or at least the age of consent in New York. So that's crazy. Well, Mm. we have to. We are basically coming up on our time. but I do want to hear how we can get involved with Red Umbrella. Where we can follow you on social media and
2: so the best way to involve with Red Umbrella project is like donate to us. Like that is so very helpful because those things provide us the ability to provide sex workers with different type of resources, housing, food, whatever it might be. Um, our social media is on Twitter, RedUpNYC. RedUp? So, yeah, so okay. R E D U P NYC. All right. I also have a website, which is com, which has all of the stuff that I just said about my sex work history Perfect. ever. Absolutely.
1: And yeah. on Instagram, do you want to put your Instagram or not? My
2: Instagram is Love and Poetry, but L O V E N D Poetry. Yes. And she,
1: speaking of which, she is an amazing spoken word artist. She (laughs) came and um, supported us at our event. Well, my nonprofit, Well Clothed, at our event this past Friday at the Met. And she did so well. And Mm -hmm. her story really touched, you could see that it just touched um, everyone in the audience. So I just want to thank you so much for coming, Thank you. I really appreciate you shedding a light on the fact that not all sex workers are unhappy to be there. Not all All sex workers are human traffickers. I mean, or being human trafficked. But... There are times that that is happening, and because this profession is criminalized, it keeps, it actually prevents people from getting help, from breaking out and being, you know, more vocal about their situation and needing help because they're afraid of being arrested. So hopefully, Mm -hmm. you know, we can. This is one little step in the 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 path towards change, right. as yes. far as that goes. And we really appreciate you coming and sharing your thank story. You, thank you, thank you, and so don't much.
0: forget to follow us at UQuo Show <laughs> on Instagram. Yes, and every,
1: all of our personals and everything will be linked down below. So just come on through, come on back, and thanks for coming. Yes. Hey. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>